We're learning the first Sikha on Pashas Vayetze in Chelik Chof on page 124. The Shir today is being learned with the Nishmas Rav Yosef bin Yamin ben Abanasha Koltman. In the Pasik in this week's parasha, where it says that Yaakov Avinu laid and he, he was uh, on his way to Choron, and that's where he rested, Medrish, the Medrish tells us, Kan Here Yaakov Avinu rested. For 14 years that he was in the house in the yeshiva of Ever before he comes to Lavan and Choron, over there he did not rest at all. And then there's a, a second opinion that the Medrash says, Kan Shachav, here Yaakov Avin arrested, Avokal Chavshana, Shaamad Bebeisa Shalavan, for the 20 years that he was at the house of Lavan, Loi Shachav, he didn't rest at all. The estate, as the Pasik later says in the Pasha, Batidach Nasimeinai, that sleep was uh, taken away from my eyes all this time that he worked for Lavan. Then the Medrash continues and says, at the time that he was by Lavan, what was he saying? Rabbi Shur ben Levi Yoma, He was saying the 15 Shiramalis that uh, are in the Psukim of Tilim. My time, what is his reason? Where does he see that this is what Yaakov was saying? Because it says, Shiramalis Ladovid, Luli Hashem Shahoyolanu, Yisrael. This is what Yisrael is saying. Who's Yisrael? Yisrael Saba. Yaakov Avinu. This refers to Yaakov Avinu that also has the name Yisrael. Rav Shmuel Banachman Omar. Rav Shmuel Banachman says, what was he saying all the time when he was by Lavan? Call Sefer Tilim Ayoyimah. He was saying Tilim. All Tilim. Ma Tam. Where does he see this? Because the Pasuk says, Va'at HaKadosh Yoshev Tehilois Yisrael. When it says Tehilois Yisrael, Tehilois refers to all the Psukim of Tehillim. And it refers to it as Tehilois Yisrael. It's Yisrael Saba. Yaakov Avinu. Our grandfather was saying to him. The Pshat and the Shaila What does it mean when the Medrash asks, what was he saying in the house of Lovan? Kenneth Zayn, it's not simply asking, What was Yaakov busy with? Yaakov did not rest. So what was he busy with all this time when he was in the house of Lovan? That's not simply what the question is. The pastor clearly says that what was he busy with? He was working very hard for Lavan with the sheep day and night. So that's uh, so it's not a question of what he was doing, what he was saying. Now the shaila is rather the question is Vasat Yaakov Gizokt What was Yaakov saying? What did he daven or kelerent? What did he learn? In Choron, In order to overcome the difficulties in Choron in the house of Lavan, Yaakov Avinu had many tests being away from home and in such a kind of environment in the house of Lavan. What kept him strong? What did he daven all this time? Zayin the Gubeis Lavan is the is the given and Amaimed is is the Yaakov given and Amaimed the Matzul Shalgalus in the house of Lavan. Yaakov is in an exile. And as a vekigangim in Beis Yitzchak, Aviv to Zayin the Beis Lavan is away from his father Yitzchak in the house of Lavan. He's busy with the sheep of Lavan, which is not something that's on the level of Yaakov at all. Yaakov is away from his normal, proper environment. Being in the house of Lavan brought him down from his level. As Rashi says, as Yaakov himself says about his interactions with Lavan, 
if Lava wants to come and deal with me in a uh, not not in an honest fashion, Gamani I'm his brother as well, and I could also deal with him in 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 a, on a, on a, in, a, in a dishonest way. What, what does this mean? This says that by is given that the It brought down Yaakov to this level that he was forced to deal with this kind of Ramos like Lavan himself. This is the question that the Medrash is asking. How did he come through and come out and how did he remain strong through this very difficult exile that he was in? Zicher is das given durch den Akol durch Akol Kol Yakiv welches mevatel die Yedaim und die Menagdim von Yakiv. Definitely, this was through the, the voice of saying words of Torah or davening. That's the power of Yakiv that nullifies the powers of the hands of anybody that is in opposition to Yakiv in Yonov and Yakiv and everything that he stands for. Kemaim Chazal, as it says about Yakiv, about the power of Yakiv, Akol Kol Yakiv. Is the Shaila, so therefore the Medrash asks, Ma What specifically was he saying in order to, to be strong to overcome any opposition against him in this exile? Of them then for the Medrash. And the Medrash answers, as does Anagivan, the Tezvav Shiramalash Besefitilim, that he was saying the fifteen Shiramalas and Tilim. Other or the other opinion, call Sefitilim. He was saying the entire Tilim. Saying Tilim, or the 15 Shiramalas of Tilim, is what gave him the power to make it through this entire time of Golas. That's the simple pshat of this Madrash here. However, in Sivbeis, the Rebbe asks a simple question here. And the question here is, It's understood according to the opinion that Yaakov was saying all of Tilim, it's understood how this is pro- appropriate and it's connected to this time that Yaakov is at the house of Lavan. But so because being in a situation so simply he was busy, so he didn't have an opportunity to sit and study Teda on a deeper level. At, at least on a deeper level, he couldn't, even if on a simpler and a basic level, maybe he was able. Unlike the time when he was in the yeshiva of Ever, where he was able to learn Torah on a very high and deep level. So he's saying Tehillim praises to Hashem. And he chooses to say Tehillim specifically, because the Medrash says that when you say Tehillim, even though you're just saying simply praises in the Psukim of Tehillim, but nevertheless Hashem considers it as if one has learned the deepest subjects in Torah, which are in the Mesechtas of Negaim and Ahalus. That's understood, that he was saying all of Tehillim. What, however, is the connection of specifically the 15, these 15 kapitlach of Shiramalis to his condition that he was under in the house of Lovan? So this is understood. So with first bringing here, the word that the Chido says, as the Tezvav Shiramalis, Omar David Olav Asholem, Keneget Tezvav Shonim Shachoyu Ho'ovis Biyachat. These are the 15 Shiramalis that David says, corresponding to the 15 years that the three of us, Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, lived together in this world. 
And the Rebbe here brings why this is so. But Avram Avinu had gelap me'ashana v'shivim shana v'chomishana. Avram Avinu's life was 175 years. Yitzchak is geboren gavana when Avram is given ben mas shana. And Yitzchak is born when Avram is 100 years old. On Yaakov is geboren gavana when Yitzchak is given ben shishim shana. And Yitzchak gives birth to Yaakov when he's 60 years old. Kuntais, as is an given, tezvav shanim shachayu ha'avis v'yachad. So that means that they were 15 years together here in this world. And that's the 15 Shara Malis that David Malach said. So based on this, we can say, as Yaakov had gezogt, the Tezvav Shira Malis, Yaakov was saying specifically this number of the, of the 15 Shira Malis that David Malach said, in order to awaken with this, to bring also the merit of the Avis of Avram and Yitzchak, Besides his own schos to overcome the gallus that he's in, the highest meaning as nisif of zayne egen is chuyes vekaiches. In addition to his own merits and his own powers that he had, zolanim oich nimshach veren the kaiches from Avram v'Yitzchak. He should also be able to draw down the merits or the powers of Avram and Yitzchak as well. Was durch dem dafke hatikikent durch machen the schwerigkeiten beveislavan. This is the only way that he was able to overcome the difficulties in the house of Lavan. Virad Gezakt, as Yaakov himself said later, Lule, Elekei Avram, and Upachad Yitzchak, Hayali Gomer, if not for the fact that I had the Ebishter, that's Elekei Avram, and Yitzchak with me, I wouldn't overcome all these difficulties in Golas. That's the 15 Shira Malis, which represents the, the lifetime of Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov together. And uh, that's the Zuchos that Yaakov was looking to have to overcome the difficulties in Golas. Why is this necessary? So in Siv Gimel, the Rebbe explains why this. Why do you have to have the schus of Avram Yitzchak, and it's not enough the schus of Yaakov? The time for was that gedaft onkumen zum schus von alo avis bechdei to buy to buy kumen the nisyonis von love. And why is it necessary to have the schus of all avis in order to overcome the tests and the challenges in the house of love? But in Fashtein, we can understand this from the eitze was brengt sich wie zum anatzeich seinem lachemes ayetze bechlal. There's the advice that's brought, and this is an amendment from the Tzemach Tzedek. How does one overcome the, the Yitzhahara that comes to fight with a person? And this advice here, this, uh, this approach was learned from the, the strategy in battle that was learned in the times of the Alter Rebbe. The Seder from Arachas HaMochama Bechlal is, the way the uh, the armies would wage battle in general was, at least in those times, as Machalkim Kol Echad Hachayel Shalei Legim that each side divides his army into three. Chelik Echad Bemtza, one one it goes in the middle, attacks in the middle. Shtei Yodis Mi Minus Smile, and other two come and attack on the right and on the left. V'chein Misade Gamatzat Shekenegdei Legim Machalakim Keelu, and so too the opposing side also divides the army into three. Even Ulchamim Elu Mulelu. And that's how they would fight one against the other from three different directions or three different positions. On the Atzlache in their Mohamme was his given in Yenitzite, and then there was this war, this battle that happened in the times of the Alter Rebbe, and there was one army that was successful and victorious. How was it? This happened. Because one side took three of the battalions and brought them all and concentrated them in one area against one battalion of the enemy. So instead of 
one group fighting one group, so over here taking three and bringing them together against one, definitely you'll be victorious over the enemy. That's what happened once at the time of the Alter Rebbe. So from there, the Alter Rebbe learned out how one could use this in fighting the Yitzhahara as well. This could be applied also in the spiritual war against the Yitzhahara. In order to be victorious against the Yitzhahara, so one has to employ all three attributes in holiness, which are Ave, Yire, Verachmen, love and awe of Hashem and the mercy. And to use all three together to fight only one middah of clipper that attacks a person. And with this, you will definitely bring a downfall and be victorious over the Yetzirah. On the far, so now bringing this back over here to Yaakov Avinu that was fighting his battle against the Lavan and all the challenges that he had over there. So therefore it's necessary for Yaakov to have the 15 Shiramalas. Corresponding to the years of the three of us that live together to have the power of the three middas of the three of us, Chesed, Gvura, and Rachmim. In order to go through and to withstand the difficulties of Golas. The Gimel of us and the Gimel Midas, the Kedusha, they represent the three middas and Kedusha, which are Ava, Onyire, Verachamim. On Bishas, Mot Al Gimel of us So when you have the power, and you use an, an aspect of each one of the midas of all the others to fight the challenge that is confronting you, you utilize and you are using it all together as one. Then it's possible for a person to overcome the battles that, that he has, the challenges, and he can nullify whatever challenge there is in Golis. That is the idea of the 15 Shira Malas that Yaakov was saying all the time. Siv Dalid, Rebbe adds another hint that we have over here in the number 15 in the 15 Shira Malas. Based on this, we can also say what is the hint according to Chesidus and the number, what's the significance of the number of 15 this is the 15 years that the Ovis lived together. If the point here is using the, the three Kaychas of Ave, Yire and Rachmim together in dedicating yourself to the Eivishter in such a powerful three-pronged way all together, then the point would just be the three Ovis. What's the significance of the number 15 specifically here? The number 15 hints to the first two letters of Hashem's holy name, Yudke, which is Begematria Tezvav, numerical value of 15. Now, what's the significance of the first two letters of Hashem's holy name, Yudke, Vavke, as opposed to the last two letters, Vavke? What's the chilek between Yudke and Vavke is, generally speaking, the difference between Yudke and Vavke is as follows. As the Aisi is Vavke Zanin, Pchinas Midas Malchus. The Vav and the He refers to Hashem's Midas, the six Midas. And then the last He is Malchus. On the Aisi is Yudke, the first two letters of Yudke, Zen Pchinas Meichen. They represent the level of Meichen, the, the godly intellect. Yud is Chachme, Yud being one point like Chachme, which is one point. And then He, Bina, is the expansion of that idea of Chachme into the expanded space of the letter of He. So this is the significance of Yudke Meichen, intellect. 
Now, what's the power of godly intellect that is relevant over here in unifying the Middays or the Aveda of all three of us, of Rome, Yitzchak and Yaakov, Ave, Yireh and Rachman. And this is the union from the Tezav Shonem, Shechayu, Aves, Be'yachad. This is the significance of this number 15, that the Aves lived together and that Yaakov brought together this Chus in his time in Galus. Today, as all three Middays, long can sein zusammen with Galus, in order to be able to unify these opposite approaches in serving Hashem. And they should all be together and all be revealed together. That's the idea of Chayo Aves B'yachad, when the Aves live together. That doesn't just mean that they were physically alive together in the world at the same time, but they joined forces together that all these Avedis of Avram, uh, which is uh, Ave, and then Yire, Yitzchak, and Rachman, which is Yaakov, were able to work together. So how is this possible? Ave and Yire are really usually opposites. There's time for fear. And time for love. There's both, they're both approaches and connecting to Hashem, but they don't usually work together. What brings them together? How is that possible? You have to have a revelation from Meichem, from a higher source, from the intellect, godly intellect, that enables the unification of these opposite Midis. The Meichem, an intellect, over there you don't have this kind of division that you have in Midis. As we can see even by a human being, when it comes to Midas, if a person is in a mode of love, it's very hard at the same time to employ the opposite, to feel a feeling of fear or rejection. Whereas in Meichem, where a person is object- objective about things, then he understands something, so there you can bring together an idea which represents love and an idea that represents the opposite, an awe or fear. In the world of Meichem, you're connected more to the source of the thing, the truth of the matter, and not so much the feeling of it, which is subjective. So when you bring, so too, by, when you bring a revelation of Meichen, a godly level of Meichen, that allows that the person should sense more of a bittel in his Aveda, and therefore he can express his Midis, even opposites, at the same time connecting to the Ebeshter with both together. The revelation of Yudke, the Meichen, that brings about the possibility to include both the Midis, Av, Yere, and Rachman all together as one. That's the significance of the number 15, the 15 Shira Malis, and the 15 represents the three of us, and specifically when they're together through the Kayach of Meichen. However, here the Rebbe addresses another, another point about what Yaakov was doing when he was at the house of Lavan, that he was singing. At the end of the day, whether he was saying all the Tilim or whether he was saying the 15 Shira Malis, he was singing. So this is not yet sufficient to explain why Yaakov was saying the 15 Shira Malas. The 15 Shira Malas are referred to as a song. When does one sing? When one is happy and joyous. So the question is, is Viat Yaakov can zogin Shira Malas and Yishal Shira? How could Yaakov Avinu say the 15 Shira Malas to sing? Zayinig in Amatzav Shal Golis, being in such a place, in such a time of Golis. This also is a question on the opinion that says that he said, all of Tilim, all of Tilim is also a song. Zmiris Yisrael. Why is Yaakov singing when he's in such a difficult place? And Mistake, so yes, it's true, as in the Mizmairim, Retzach Vegen Ezri Gaimer, you speak in these Mizmairim about the assistance and help that Hashem provides. In the Sinus Kaych of Baikum and Dem Golis, the special power that Hashem grants to overcome the difficulties of Golis. If he's singing, singing is an expression of not some kind of a hope or concealed joy, but it's an open and revealed joy. 
Was damals ist Maßen zu sagen, Shira, während des ist der Singing. Weil der Rechmeimer ist alles, der Gemara sagt, einer mit dem Shira, hell alle jein. If one is singing, it's when he drinks wine, and that brings out a revealed simcha. Then we can Bechara. So how can he be singing and be with a revealed joy if he's in the house of Kharam, which is Kharay Nafshal Makain? This place, Kharam, represents the anger of Hashem. On Bebeisa Shalavan, and even more so in the house of Lavan. Is the beer in them? So the answer for this is the Yiride from Yaakov Avinu Lebeis Lavan is given Beshfil Aliyah. Yaakov Avinu descended to this low place in the house of Lavan only because of the great elevation that he will experience through this. As Zolzain, it should be as it was, that Yaakov Avinu expanded and came to great heights, not only physically in the amount of cattle that he received, but on, the, on a spiritual level. Yaakov Avinu, even being in the house of Lavan, it's not only that he believed or knew that for sure whatever he's experiencing now will one day lead to an Aliyah, but Yaakov Avinu sensed it and he literally like saw it now. The Aliyah was that the Funa the great elevation that's going to come out from this. The Rebbeer had designed the Bibes Lavan Gezak Shira Malais. Therefore, even here, being in the house of Lavan, Yaakov is able to sing and express revealed and a revealed expression of Simcha here in the house of Lavan. That's an additional Chiddush of this that Yaakov is saying Tilim and saying these 15 Shir Hamalai singing. There's an additional detail here that we see, the Rebbe explains in Sif Tezvav, Sif Vav that is, about uh, the 15 Shira Malas. We know in general that everything has a certain unique expression when you look at the opening and the beginning of, of this matter. The same is true here. As the Aliyah was kumt to the Yeride in Golis, the level of elevation that Yaakov comes to through his descent in Golis here is Mudgish in the Ersten from the Tezvav Shira Malis, is highlighted in the first of the 15 Shira Malis. The Siyam Vachaisim from the Ersten Shira Malis, so what is the last Pasik in the first of the 15 Shira Malis? If you want to know the content of this, uh, of this Mizmar, of this capital, you look at the last, because that's where it expresses the Mizmar, is it, it says, Ani Sholim. I'm looking, I'm seeking for peace, David, and I speak about this. But Heima Lamlchama, they are out to war. What does this mean? Basmaint, as Khachafila, as Er Vil Shalim, even though he desires peace. From that Swagn, Heima Baim Lilachami, my enemies are coming to fight me. Was the Muhammad Ruchnis, so now on a spiritual level, this war here is does the Helen Behester from Gaulus. This is the concealment of Gaulus. Specifically, it refers to all kinds of challenges that a person has that are preventing him of serving Hashem. And they come to fight against serving Hashem. That's what the last capital is saying. That's the last uh, pasik of the first capital here. Now, the fact that this capital opens with Shira Malis to sing on the steps of the Beis HaMikdash. Of Heimala Muhammad regarding this time period, when one is in a time of battle, is Mudgish der Goidla Ilivas Kumtarais Durich der Muhammad. This brings out the great level that comes out of this war that you know you're so certain and see the great advantage that there is in this war that even in the battle itself one could be singing. So the explanation for this is how does one sing when he knows that he's going into battle? Ayid is never allowed to go and place himself in a place that will be will cause him to be challenged by all kinds of tests. 
we, we request and ask of Hashem every morning, do not bring me in a situation where I'll be challenged. So therefore, the first thing that it says here in this Pasuk is that a person says, I seek peace. One has to seek to serve Hashem in a peaceful manner, meaning without getting involved in areas and places that will take a person away from Hashem. He has to try to remain in a place which will be conducive to, the, to serving Hashem. And this is a kind of Aveda that doesn't require any battles or any challenges. However, at the same time, because of the very great level that one comes to when he does fight and he does go through challenges. Hashem brings it about, brings on a person, fights and battles. That amongst those many, in the plural term, which refers to the condition a person finds himself here in this physical world, which is referred to as the domain of the public, a place where there are all kinds of elements that can come and attack a yid. There are those that come and attack and disturb a person from serving Hashem. And on this, on this kind of situation where a person is found in a place of battle, one is singing to Hashem. Not only do these challenges not cause a person to, to feel demoralized or prevent them of serving Hashem, they don't weaken the, the very strong dedication to serving Hashem. No other Abba. On the contrary, when a yid is confronted by challenges and people that are coming to fight him, it just triggers within him a, a, a deeper power and a, a deeper dedication to serve Hashem. So much so that even in this time, it brings the person to be in a, in a situation where he can sing. You can sing to Hashem. So this is an additional point here where the Rebbe explains why one could sing before and see if, hey, the Rebbe explained because you see the future. You understand where this is going to, so therefore you can sing. But over here, this itself, that a person is being confronted by all these challenges, so it triggers deeper powers in the person. So those deeper powers bring out this power to sing and to fight with joy against whatever battle is coming in his direction. Everything in Taira is an internal lesson. Is the fun movement from this we understand that's called Anala Zahira, calls Mana Golis. This is a very important lesson for the entire time period in Golis. And a very unique and specific lesson in our time period, Kaishia Golis, in the very difficult dark moments of Golis. This is the Mashiach, the Golis in the last moments before Mashiach comes. If one thinks about, pays attention to the double darkness that we find ourselves in, in the last moments of Golis. So much so that in this time period, one can come and scream and ask, from where? From where is our help going to come in such a kind of a darkness? And this is also a Pasuk that's here in one of the 15 Shira Malas. One can fall into a despair. God forbid. So we have the very clear lesson from what we just learned here. as the in since the descent of Yidin in which is similar to Yaakov that leaves his home and is in a Golis. 
From the beginning, it's all for the purpose of bringing a greater level of elevation. To bring an advantage, a stronger level of light that comes from a place of darkness. And a greater level of wisdom, of godly wisdom, of godly revelation, from a place of foolishness where you're, you have to deal with a Yetzirah. So if a person knows this truth, that this is all for the purpose of bringing him to a higher place. So a person has to raise his eyes up and see, and look at things in a higher level. One should pay attention. Raise up your eyes and look at things from a higher perspective. To see the purpose of what the Golas is here for. The Aliyah was the Golasida. The elevation, the level we're going to come to in the upcoming redemption. And then is nit not was Not only should one not become completely overcome and affected by the darkness of Golas, nor Adarab, on the contrary, Mishteit and Amaimid Matsif and Simcha One could even come to have a revealed and expressed joy, sheer Hamalis to sing even in the time of Golas. Adarab clarifies what this means: singing in a time of darkness and Golas. God forbid to say, that one should be happy and content from this condition of Golis itself, and one should make the mistake and think that this condition of Golis itself is okay. We can make peace with it. It's befitting for Yidin. God forbid. Golis is darkness and foolishness, and it's something that Yidin don't belong to be in. On Aid the Golas, when Aid is found in Golas, Zok Tayrisemis, Klar and Daitlich, the Torah, the Torah that is, says very clearly and directly, as that is a Ben Shagola, Mal Shulchanov Vamelech. This is like a child that's been expelled from his home, he's been expelled, a prince that has been expelled from the table of his father, the king. And if the Ben feels Tandish, if the child in this time of Golas feels any different, and Zok Tandish and expresses this differently, so this itself is actually an indication of an even deeper darkness and a deeper Golos that he's found in, that he's identifying Golos as something which he's okay with and it's fine. That's not what the Rebbe is talking about here, that one should sing and be happy in Golos because he doesn't think that Golos is anything wrong. Now rather, the point here is, one has to realize what's the inner purpose and the point of this Golas. That this is all a process, a step, bringing a Yid to a greater light and a greater wisdom of Hashem that will be revealed in the world. And it's that that the person is focused on that allows him to express great joy even in a time of difficulty. And through this, kind of attitude of singing and being with a betochen and happiness in the time of Golas, this reveals on the field and you will also experience the effort, the response of the shaila ma'ayin yovi ezri. What's the answer to the question that we say in this Pasek, if ma'ayin yovi ezri, from where does my help come from? In the shaila gufa. And the answer is actually lies in the very question itself. That itself shows you that the, the inside of the question, the inside of the Golas, the pnimis of the Golas itself, is, is good, is the, has the answer. Where is the answer in these very words? And that is according to the deeper understanding of these words, as their Ezer, the assistance, instead of reading it as a question, Ayin is the answer. That our, our assistance comes from Hashem, from a level of Ayin. What does Ayin mean? A level which is beyond our grasp. 
Man can do bechirinut bagreifim. We can't even reach and understand and fathom what this level is. Therefore, we refer to it as ayin. It's beyond our reality. That's the source, the godly source from where our assistance comes from. It's above intellect or any level of understanding from any level of a godly name. A name is a specific level that could be expressed by a name, but here it says ayin. It's a level of godliness which is even beyond the name. That's the answer. That's the level of assistance that Hashem provides to us in these dark and difficult moments. This level of ayin that's so far removed and so high gets drawn down here to us in this world and get, comes into the system of creation, into the nature of creation, and it's revealed here in the world, and it has its impact here in the world, as the Pasuk says, that this is our assistance that comes from Hashem, which creates heaven and earth. In other words, the assistance comes down here, that we could see it and experience it literally here in heaven and earth, literally physically in this world.